Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is May 24th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, coronavirus rant. The numbers right now, 1.68 million cases confirmed. 342,000 recovered. Uh, 98,024 deaths So we're gonna We definitely gonna see 100,000 before August Um, Just looking at some of the information here They don't have any new symptoms Which is a good thing Um Just looking over some information here. Um, It's kind of crazy to me that they are hesitating on this second second stimulus bill. I mean, there's millions of people who don't have work right now. Um, Cut the country is slowly opening back up. But it's going to take a while for those businesses to get back up to where they were before the pandemic started. Um, In my state where I live, let's see. They say they have 140 permanent testing sites across the state. Hospital bed occupancy, 300 or excuse me, 3,609 inpatient beds are available. 6,560 are in use, which is 64.5% statewide. Uh, Bed utilization. Um... So I don't know, man. Then you got this thing with the meat. Um, I read somewhere that, you know, there's like tainted meat. You know, they're having to euthanize like a million chickens. So I don't know. 
I don't know what's going on. This is a different world that we live in at the moment. Um, all I can tell you is do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. You know, just don't be out here freeballing, thinking it's just a joke. You know, protect yourself at all times. Um, don't put your life in somebody else's hands. Uh, wear a mask when you're around other people. Don't wear a mask 24-7. Just wear a mask when you're around other people. Um, I mean, I don't know what else to say, man. You know, it's kind of, you know, I just... Should we have even shut down the country in the first place? That's really the question. Because you're reopening, you know, that's going to, you know, expose people to this disease. Um, so either way, um. I don't know, man. I'm not going to be in a rush to take this vaccine either. I'm, You know, I'm always suspicious about vaccines. I don't like stuff being injected into my body if I don't know what it is. I mean, if it's just like a surgery that I can't live without, that I'm going to die, then, you know, I obviously have to take that leap of faith. But just taking something just to take it, nah, I'm good. Um, that's going to do it for the coronavirus rant today. Uh, let me know what you think about that. Um, next segment, my Batman pick. I like Josh Duhamel from Transformers. He played, uh, the Lieutenant. Um, pretty good actor, man. I just think he has to look. I really, I'm not really an actor evaluator. Um, I just like his look, man. Um, uh, big guy. Um, has the size to play Batman. Um, young. He's only forty-seven, so he could do this. He could do about four or five movies. I don't like the kid from Twilight playing him. Um, it is what it is. Um, I, I, just the Justice League in general, I can understand that you wanted like a multiracial Justice League, but it's just not realistic. Like, you know, you had a, a lady from Israel playing Wonder Woman, you had a dude from, I don't know, he looks Jewish to me. Playing the Flash, um, you had I don't know what that other guy is Samoan playing Aquaman. I mean, they played the roles good. I mean, I have to see the uncut movie, but I mean, there's nothing wrong with going sticking to the comic book <clears throat> theme. 
Um, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I don't know if making it um, <clears throat> multiracial brought in more fans. Um, I would just like to see a straight adaptation of the comic as far as the, the, the race goes. That's just, you know, not me being racial. I'm just saying that's how I like it. So, but at the end of the day, Justice League was an okay movie. And for the next, I don't know if they're going to reboot it, but I would like to see this guy do Hamill, if I'm saying his name right, play Batman. But obviously, they already picked the dude from Twilight. I don't even know his name. I don't want to know his name. Um, so, let me know what you think about that segment. Moving on to the next segment, which is a title. Uh, who can be the next great Florida State linebacker? And we've had a couple. Uh, Derek Brooks, Marvin Jones, uh, Ernie Sims, Telvin Smith. Uh, we haven't had a great win since Telvin Smith. You know, we've had some okay guys. Um, but nobody that jumps off at the page. And I, I really can't answer that question. Um, you know, Emmett Rice came on the last couple games of the season last year. Um, we'll see if he can take that next leap. But, you know, it might be a true freshman. Um, you know my rule about true freshmen I don't evaluate them until I actually see them play on the field So, you know, we'll have to see what happens But, um, you know, a couple of guys I thought Matthew Thomas, five-star from class of 2013 I thought he was going to be the next great one And he could never figure it out Um and we just haven't gotten a lot of great linebacker prospects since him. Um, the, the the previous coaching staff, Willie Taggart's staff, and this staff is, have managed to get a couple of good linebacker recruits. They tried to put uh, Lars Woodby at linebacker. I thought that was a bad move. But, um, you know, we haven't produced a great one. I forgot about Lawrence Timmons. My bad. Lawrence Timmons was a was a pretty good linebacker too uh but we haven't produced any great linebackers in a while um so I, I i i don't know you know hopefully with this new class coming in and some of the guys that willie taggart recruited hopefully somebody can step to the forefront and um reassert florida state as uh you know a great place for linebackers to come and play um, and reestablish that tradition that we had. <laughs> and, um, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, so, next segment. Let me know what you think about that segment. Next segment is entitled, What If Dion Was a Hurricane? Man. I mean, I pretty much think that Dion invented swag in college football you know you, you've seen a lot of people copying the stuff that he did when he was at Florida State if it was at if he was at Miami where they were getting national exposure like every week in the 80s I mean 
he he would have been a phenomenon. Florida State really, Florida State was getting their games were coming on, but not every week, not like Miami, because Miami, you know, had won two or three national championships. And by that time, when Dion was coming through, two or three, I'm not sure. And uh, you know, if he would have went to Miami, man, it was it would have been crazy. I mean, I, I think he he could have had he could have had he could have been like you know Jordan with the exposure because Dion in college, man, even his freshman year, he was doing some crazy stuff like on the field. I mean, and that's when that's when teams was really throwing at him his freshman year. I didn't like his face mask that he had. He he didn't change that face mask until what his junior year. <laughs> he looked crazy with that with that T bone face mask he had. But I mean, nevertheless, he was still out there making plays. And if he would have done that for the Hurricanes, man, you want to talk about exposure and stardom? I mean, he got that anyway. But I think if he would have went to Miami, it would have been times ten. That's that's how big everybody in my neighborhood had Miami gear. Everybody. I was the only person that was, you know, talking about Dion. Everybody loved Miami, man. Miami hats, Miami starter jackets, Miami pullovers. Everybody was a Miami Hurricanes fan growing up. So I, I can only imagine if it, I mean, Dion could have took over the whole country if he was a Miami Hurricane. No doubt about it. He probably would have got some Heisman looks. You know, so it is what it is. Uh, let me know what you think about that segment. All right, last segment. Um, can the pass defense be better? Uh, it can't get any worse. Um, I think we've got some of the you know, I don't know. I think we got some pretty good DBs. They were just poorly coached. Um, you had a defensive coordinator that historically ran a four-two-five cover four scheme, and Willie Taggart made him switch to the three-four. He really—that's really not his thing, and. You know, it is what it is, man. Um, so, you know, Asante Samuel stopped talking and play. Uh, Isaiah Bolden has all the tools. He just needs more experience. Renardo Green, best backpedal on the team, needs to get bigger and stronger. Uh Nazro Dean was headed to the pros before he got hurt. Um, Lars Woodby was playing out of position. If he can move to strong safety or free safety or hybrid, I think you've got a superstar. Um, so like always, like I always say, man, it's all about coaching and it's all about where they put these guys at. Because I think Lars Woodby, Woodby should have never been playing linebacker. 
Should have been playing free safety or strong safety. But, you know, that's why they paying Mike Novell the big bucks to, to figure this thing out, get us back on track. But the pass defense has to improve. And But you pass defense and rush defense go hand in hand. Pass defense can't cover all day. And the rush defense has to get to the quarterback and, or stop the run for the pass defense to be effective. So let me know what you think about that segment. That concludes this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. Be safe. Be kind. Be courteous. Do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. And as always, go nose.